1: Hey, how about you everybody? Welcome into the Auburn Live Recruiting Show, episode one of two this week. We're going to double up on our shows. With we got too much recruiting and transfer portal stuff. We're going to do two. We're going to come out with a show every Tuesday, every Thursday, at least through signing day, to make sure we cover all of the news. Uh, if you don't know it already, my name is Jeffrey Lee. I'm Senior Recruiting Editor for Auburn Live on three. If you're not a member of that site, you're absolutely missing out now your chance to get on right now our youtube listeners and watchers special deal don't tell anybody else one dollar for two months use the promo code a u1 capital a u1 all caps one word Let's do it all right we're going to talk transfer portal we're going to talk kj bolden today uh we're going to talk anything else we deem worthy on thursdays we're going to have our, our thursday show is going to be more fan related we're going to take questions from the corner so if you're not a member of the site, go jump in and uh, ask your questions. We'll get to it on the show, possibly. All right. Let's go and get to it. Uh Help me talk about it all with you and with me, Mr. J-Head, Mr. Cole Pinkston. How about you, fellas? How about you? <laughs>
0: How about you, brother? How we doing? I
2: had to fill in for you Sunday night to open up the show, and I was determined to get some energy, you know, at the beginning there. So, how had you to do? channel, had to channel that inner Jeffrey Lee there. All right, <clears throat> yes, sir. <laughs>
1: uh, all
2: right, hey, uh, we
1: got a lot of talk about. We want to keep this show not really condensed, but we want to. We, we don't want to bull crap a lot. Uh, we want. Get, we want it to be meaty. Remember the old talk soup, so yeah. meaty. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all right, so we're gonna make it. We're gonna get that stew a cooking. Uh, before we do, if you're listen. If you are if, if you're want to move to Auburn, if you want to move from Auburn, if you want to move from Auburn to Auburn, or Auburn to Opelika, Opelika to Auburn, anywhere in Lee County, got it, man. Give Jessica Andrews a call with the Talents Group. She is a five-star realtor. Five-star realtor. Give her a call, 334-704-4442. Uh, and I'm not just saying this because she's my uh, domestic partner. There
0: director. you
1: go. She She is my wife, but the insurance company doesn't um, acknowledge it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I can only imagine why.
1: <laughs> hey, she's really, really good. I promise you, dude, don't, you don't have to ask me. Ask anybody. Uh, we've had several guys and, uh, and gals use her from the site, and they uh, absolutely love her. I'm pretty sure. Uh, Jessica Andrews with the Talents Group, 334 4442 Give her a call. Tell her we sent you. All right, folks, let's start off really. Uh, to me, the biggest news of the day, and, and we're recording this Monday night because we want to uh, have it out early Tuesday morning. Biggest news of the day, five-star defensive back, number one safety in the country, number one player in Georgia, Florida State commitment, K.J. Bolden visits Auburn. And what, I know what I'm hearing. And I love that all three of us have people that we talk to sources in, in, in different
2: sources. I'm I'm going to reveal something right here, Jeffrey. Oh,
0: no. oh, get into it, Cole
2: You, you got to okay. So you got to go back a bunch of shows. I, I I know for a fact I was sitting on a balcony at a hotel when we did this show. It was a live show. Yes. And mm-hmm. I believe I made the comment. That the things I'm hearing about K.J. Bolden are, are way too good to be true. Yes. I remember I, that. I will tell you I'm what I was hearing. At
1: the time, I was probably thinking, yeah, dude, they are. <laughs>
2: <laughs> You're, right. And I will tell you, I'll let you in on what I was hearing that day or that week. Um, And this was right before, I think, Demarcus Riddick committed the very next couple days after this show we did. I think it was the Wednesday following that show. And there was a lot of momentum at the time. Perry Thompson, of course, was going to do that big cat weekend. I was hearing that those two guys were working really hard on KJ Bolden. Mm -hmm. Okay. But that watch Auburn in the end. They feel really, really good about finishing the deal with him. And, um, it's a very similar message I was told about Demarcus Riddick when I put my prediction in, um, in February, like, listen, you're going to hear a lot of stuff on DeMarcus Riddick. Just trust me, he's, he's going to Auburn. All right, this is a similar type of message I heard about KJ Bolden. So just wanted to share that. Um, <laughs> kind of lining up again, is it not? I mean, it's crazy.
0: We're going into the KJ Bolden sweepstakes, sweepstakes round two, right? And for me, mm-hmm. the buzz started this weekend. I kind of started to hear, okay, Auburn is serious here. Hugh phrases: has the gloves. He's all in here. And I'm thinking to myself, OK, all right, I know what I'm hearing, but do we really need a safety? You know, do, is that is that a need where you're really going to exhaust some NIL influence? Let's put it like that. And the feedback I got today uh, is they are prepared to do what it takes to land K.J. Bolden in this class. And I think they're making a move here. Have they unseated Florida State yet? No, I don't believe that they have. He's still committed to Florida State. At this point, I was still expecting to sign with Florida State. But it's not signing day today. Now, is it? We got two more weeks to go. I don't think this will be the last time that K.J. Bolden is on campus at Auburn. I think Auburn is going to continue to chip away here, guys. And in the end, does he want to play in the SEC? Does he want to play for Florida State? I don't know. But Keith Freeze is going to find out. That's for sure. I
2: I think it's important (laughs) – how early he can play. I don't know what how what that pitch means to him, but I know that Auburn has a pitch for that because every DB minus – every starting DB minus Zion Puckett you got a senior bowl invite. Yes. You know, that doesn't necessarily mean they're all gone, but they could be. And Zion Puckett's gone too. So – and you've already uh, – I mean, look, the portal's still going here. Who knows what might happen there. Yeah. point is, your experience is gone. You've got to have somebody step in and play. I think they're probably telling K.J. Bolden, I don't care if you're a freshman. You're that guy. I was going to
0: say, and, Jeffrey, I think we need to get back to you here after this, but if you land K.J. Bolden, you're not pursuing a safety in the portal anymore. That is your spot that you're allocating to that. I think they have him graded that highly that they're bringing him into play right away, and they're going to pair him with a Juco and the Quan Robinson that they think can affect their 2D. Those would be the two impact players you take in your secondary. Um, and, and I just – it's going to be interesting, man. Like, I, I am really intrigued to see how this was going to play out. Jeffrey, what's your feeling on this?
1: So, before I go any further, um, we talked about this on Auburn Live last night. Last night being Monday night. This is Tuesday. Y'all are listening to this. But uh, I – the thing that stood out to me about KJ Bolden's visit, and he he showed up at Auburn on Monday, he stayed till Monday night. His father was with him, or stepfather, I can't remember which one it is. Uh, but what stood out to me was Cam Coleman. Mm. Cam Coleman making the trip from Phoenix City up to Auburn just to be there with KJ, and the uh, the impact Cam Coleman has had on KJ. Now I was told that once KJ learned, probably before we all did, that Cam Coleman was really, really going to commit to Auburn, K.J. was like, is this really going to happen? Because if so, that might change things for me. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, at least somewhat. So that that it was a big impact. Um, and so, and I will say this, I think it was about three weeks ago, dude, Auburn did not think they had a shot with K.J. If you remember, I dropped him down to like 10 on my hot board and had almost forgotten about him. I mean, you know, I was going to leave him on there because there was always going to be a shot. But it was flatlining, 10% to signing day, unless something else happened. Well, something happened. He didn't make it to the Iron Bowl, KJ didn't, but Auburn almost beat Alabama, should have beat Alabama. Cam Coleman commits to Auburn. There's a lot of buzz around this class. I think KJ, the first KJ 1.0 recruitment, man, we all know how close he was to choosing Auburn. Yes, he was close. It was very close. And so now we're here. We are at 2.0, and man, I will say this: there's a lot of confidence, man, especially Maybe. after today.
0: Great players want to play with great players. You guys right?
1: want to play with studs.
0: And that's what you got. And, look, he's going to do that at Florida State as well. Sure. But I think the chance for him to get on the field sooner is at Auburn. And I think he saw – I mean, I, I just – there's something that there's meat on the bone there, Jeffrey. And it's just – it's on uh, you guys to continue to report and for us to talk about here. Do you <clears throat> find out really what he wants to do. I mean, I, I, there is no doubt gloves have dropped. Hugh Freeze is all in. He's going to try to land KJ Bolden. He's just, he's not going to settle for a second until he tells him no on signing day.
2: So
1: definitely keep an eye on KJ Bolden, man. It's legit. It's real. Auburn is a real threat here. Um, and <clears throat> some, um, uh, so keep an eye on KJ Bolden.
2: I, we certainly will be
1: uh, a couple of weeks ago,
2: Jeffrey, um, I I wrote on the board, I had talked to a source close to a commit at Auburn. Did y'all catch that? Basically, it was just a rundown of why, you know, why we chose Auburn, the reasons uh, the staff made us feel comfortable, all this stuff, right? And I thought it was great stuff. And one of the reasons they gave me was there's a quiet confidence with the staff all the time in what they're selling. That that even some staffs may not have. In other words, they probably told KJ Bolden, hey, we're going to get Cam Coleman. We're going to get him eventually. You know, we're going to get Perry Thompson, Demarcus Riddick. The, the, I'm thinking back before Big Cat weekend. And as it goes along, and you, you start hitting on some of these predictions that you made if you're the Auburn staff, what does that tell you? if you're a recruit, listening to their pitch. Hey, I can trust these guys. They seem to understand what their goal is, what they're trying to do. That's what I got from talking to a a source close to a commit, and and that would pretty much line up with what might be happening here with KJ Bolden. Man, listen,
1: Hugh Freeze is a freaking dog on the recruiting trail. Now, listen, we understand that. He probably can't maintain this throughout his career at Auburn, but well, he said it from the get go. This 2024 class and this 2025 class are the two most important recruiting classes of my career at Auburn. And he, is, he, he, he gets it. He gets it. They, they can coach. Shit, they kept that roster in the same game with Georgia and Alabama. Are you kidding me? And Ole Miss? They managed to figure out a way to keep them in the game and should have won probably at least two of them. If they had maybe one more dude. So imagine what this guy these guys can do. I mean, Hugh freezes has won everywhere he's been. Yes. He's a winner. And yep. he knows what it takes, and he is that's why he was the perfect fit for Auburn because he's got people that will back him. Yes. Yeah.
0: But yeah. Auburn's a political place. Hugh Freeze knows how to play the political game, right? And you have to be in sync with your board of trustees, your power brokers, power boosters, whatever you want to call it. Okay, it is a different world today than it was five years ago.
2: Yeah, yeah.
0: And if you don't have, what I learned out of this year's coaching carousel, the number one question that coaches ask when they were interviewing for a position is, "What is your NIL budget?" Yeah. What is your NIL budget? And Hugh Freeze understood that. He's cultivated relationships with the right people. He's gained the right support. And you're seeing the fruits of his labor because there are other parts of a recruitment, right? I mean you still have to sure. build relationships You still have to build trust. You still have to show proof of concept. You have to do all those things. But the money's got to be there too. And that's the closing factor. And he's had that on his side. And you saw that with Cam Coleman. Right, that that flip from A does not happen if the NIL proof of concept. Oh yeah,
1: yeah, absolutely, no no yeah. doubt about it. It's it's the NIL. You know, I was talking to a guy tonight, as a matter of fact, and um, we're both kind of old heads, and you know the NIL, and you know on the outside, I freaking hate it, right? Sure. I'm talking about a 17 year old kid and how much he's going to get paid to go here and there, and you know, they're going to match that. And I'm going, what the hell, man? But it also it levels the playing field for the people. You know what I mean? Like yep. It's a big advantage for Auburn. Not so much for the other schools who've been the NIL underneath the table. Don't get me wrong. Auburn paid like hell, too. They were just probably a lot more selective and not as.
0: I'd say they didn't have as advanced a network. As there someone. you go.
1: A system. There you go. A system. Uh, other schools had the system in, in, in place you know, Auburn might have a bag man to drop a couple, you know, 10Ks or something, but there, was, there, was job, there were jobs, and there was, you know, mortgages paid off, and there was this, and there was that, and they had systems. They had companies where people could get jobs, and hell, they're still doing that um, in some places, uh, but the NIL to Auburn, to schools like Auburn, I think it's a huge benefit. I think it's a huge benefit for Auburn, and it's funny to me, like, can't remember, Cam Coleman committed, you know, on Twitter, and everybody was going. Or all the opposing fans were like, "Oh, how'd they do that?" And then show guy throwing money, and I'm going, "Well, yeah. I mean, yeah, that's part of it, sure. And if you're Auburn, you love
0: that because absolutely. I mean, look, dude, it is a different. We just said it. It's a different world. Kids can earn. It, it, it's. I mean, look, they call it NIL. It's pay for play. Let's be for real here for five seconds.
1: Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's yeah.
0: pay for play. And if you think all it it does Auburn a favor for people to insinuate that Auburn has more money than other schools. It is, I mean, cause then you're more attractive, right? They want to know about Auburn's NIL.
2: Yeah. That's where you go. Hey, not, not the burn you thought it was there, but right. <laughs> yeah. Backfire there.
1: Yep. Um, let's see, uh, Cole, I thought you had a, a good post on the corner Monday night about, uh, I think it was Jeremy Garrett down in Florida. He locked up TJ Lindsey. He had been flirting with a visit to to Texas. I never thought he was going to leave Auburn, but it it, it was worth noting that he was considering Texas. Uh, He no longer is. He said, let's go. I'm locked in. Uh, Cole, you also said he's going to visit Ameris Williams, uh, the four star defensive lineman from North Carolina. I think before he leaves Florida, he might see a five star defensive lineman before he leaves.
0: I would bet that he is Uh, going
2: to. I bet so. yeah, just on, on Amaris Williams, you know, that's that five technique. Yeah. That's the five technique. It, it, it's That is the spot they feel like they have got to get in this class. Now, T.J. Lindsay can play that, but if you've seen him in person, you know he can move down to that three. So is that, that same position
1: as L.J. and Jeremiah Beeman? L.J., Jeremiah Beeman, and Amaris Williams. Those are, those are you your five technique bodies. Okay. So with Beeman likely out of the picture, I wrote about that Monday morning, uh, it's not looking good for Almer. um uh,
2: well, it makes sense that there seems to be a big push that like came out of nowhere with the Maris Williams, but i am tell you, Auburn's been involved in this one for a while, guys. They have and they never went away. And that's that kind of effort pays off this time of year. If like we were just talking, if NIL is a, a factor or a non factor at other places, you know, it's just like J head's proof of concept. Where we talked about how you have to have good proof of concept, but don't forget about the bad proof of concept. That's also part of it. That happens in NIL too, and like you just said, Auburn seems to be in good shape there, and I think those, they are in this recruitment. Those four are uh, those three guys.
1: Really, are your are your remaining top targets on defense? You got KJ Bolden, you got Amaris uh, Williams, you got LJ McRae, maybe Chuck Collins. Yeah, if, if they want to bring him in. He's another five, if I'm not mistaken. He is. He can. He he's still a combo
0: guy. I think he can play. I think he can play five. I think he can play three. He's so much better. Del- LJ
1: Del- he- built like Keldrick Falk in that he could start at the five and end up at the three. I think so. I, I kind of reminds me of him, at least on the hoof. We yeah. old folks used to say. So there's your four-ish top targets for on defense. Listen, there's probably a couple of guys. That Auburn's keeping warm. Obviously, there, there's going to be guys that are keeping warm. You know, it, it, we never know what's going to happen. You know, maybe they make a move on like a guy like AP Howard, A uh, Hayward. Remember that guy? Yeah. You know, just, just names like that I could see popping up if Auburn wanted to add somebody late. Um, but that was just a name. I had, there's nothing to that. Uh, I'm just saying that guys like that, guys like Chris Peterson, or what, what's his name that you yeah, like? Christian Peterson. Yeah. There you Christian go.
2: Peterson. I love Christian Peterson. Yeah. Guys oh. like
1: that are, are, are guys that we I'm not going to keep an eye on them, but I wouldn't be surprised if you hear their name maybe late. If some Auburn does decide to ask somebody. Uh, but anyways, moving to the offense, favor Edwin. <laughs> <laughs> Buddy. Whoa. I don't, listen, I don't
0: blame you. This one's been tough to pin down. And it's not that. Like, I'm with you. I saw, I read your hot board. And for those that don't subscribe to Auburn Live on three, you need to for Jeffrey's Daily hot boards. They're fantastic, especially this time of the year. I still think we leave for favorite Edwin. Me too. But, 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 I need to uh, see this one across the finish line, right? Like right. I, I need to see this one get pushed across the finish line to continue to believe that.
1: Alabama yep. meeting me with on, on Tuesday kind of scares me. Um, but you know it was Auburn, Florida, and and believe it or not, Florida was. I think Cole. had heard this too, but Florida was making a push here. And I, yep. but anyways, favor Edwin. You know, I, I, I'm I'm I, I think he's Auburn's until he's not. But yeah. it's going to be something to keep an eye on over the next few days. What happens? Right.
2: Um, it's like we've been saying, Jeffrey. When when it when there's a yep. delay, you have got to look into it. Hey, hey! You know, I wanted my family to be there at the commitment ceremony. Okay, good. We're going to look into it. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, sorry. That's that's how we're going to go about this.
1: Okay, yeah. It was legit. He's going to commit next week. His parents couldn't make, or you know, his aunt. I think it was his aunt. Yeah, I, that's just an wrong. example. Yeah, yeah. I nobody don't know. was worth it. You know, sometimes you yeah. look into it and you go, uh, I don't. That, something's not matching up here. Yep. You know, that, yeah. that did. Um, and so everything was cool. Whatever, mm-hmm. Edwin, wanting to meet with Alabama. Not good, no. But uh, something to keep an eye on. I we'll, we'll see what he does. But he's a developmental guy. Now, now, now Auburn loves this guy. Loves his loves loves his ceiling. Yes. Um, th- don't expect anything from him for two years at least. Yeah.
0: I, that, that's I mean, and you have to have guys like that. Well, right? I
1: love that guy. That that type of guy. Yeah. Who, who who has the ability and the potential to be a first round draft pick. Just, you yep. know what I mean? Like, that's what Alabama sees. That's what Auburn that's,
2: sees. That's exactly what um, Prince Tega was for Absolutely. Auburn.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely.
2: He ended easy. up being a draft pick. Are they pick, from
1: the same you know. country?
0: Uh, so Prince was from Nigeria, correct? Yes. Yeah. And I do not know.
2: Yeah, I don't I, know exactly where favorite Edwin is from. but he Edwin
1: seems more like a. I'd rather not speculate and say the wrong country. I'm going to say France. <laughs>
2: yeah. There His you accent go.
1: Edwin. Uh, His accent's
2: pretty cool. His accent is pretty cool, I, I will admit, when we interview him. I, I like talking to him. Um, but, you know, these guys that are somewhat new to football, when they transfer into a school in the United States like this, that, that takes a while to get them going, but you look at them and you go, my goodness, uh, it, it won't take long with you. We can get you where you need to be. Don't worry. You take a shot on that on that frame, on that athleticism, and, and that's the main thing when it comes to offensive line, you know, and he's got it. Favorite Edwin's got it. That's why Alabama and Florida really want to get him away from Auburn.
1: Uh, rounding out the uh, remaining offensive line, we're going to, we're going to end on Seth Wilfred and uh, the, the, the the transfer guy because we want to pivot into the transfer guys. But before we finish that off, let's start on the outside. Ryan Williams is still a possibility yes. waiting on his announcement. Everybody thinks, including myself and you and Cole, he's going to reclassify. Uh, everybody thinks, or at least us, that Auburn is absolutely a threat here. Um, that's all I've got right now. I, I, I know Auburn feels really confident. I know Alabama feels really confident. So it's almost like, I don't know. No, I'm with you. I, and I, I think that's the only way
0: you can present it, Jeffrey, is, is that we know that Auburn feels confident. They do. And Alabama has reported from their side. And look, Tim Watts, Andrew Bone do a fantastic job of covering the University of Alabama's football program. And they have said they are confident, or not they. The Alabama football team is confident, or coaching staff is confident, they're going to keep Ron Williams. So. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial, and with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem-solving, we do just that.
2: Learn more at Marines.com. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to stay for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. The Bank of America and a AM, member FDIC.
0: All you can say is, hey, man, it's a battle, and Auburn's not going to stop pushing, and neither is Alabama, and we'll see what happens once he reclassifies. That's And that's all you can say.
2: Well, the reason it keeps coming up and the reason why it's such a big deal is because well, history says that when Alabama feels confident and Auburn feels confident, Alabama wins. Sure. Recent history, though, has said it's more of a toss-up.
0: Yeah, it definitely has. So, yeah.
2: so okay. That we know that much. That's all I'm saying there. Then you've got all these commits that are they're that going after him. You see them going after him, and, and you got that going on. And he he gives this you know, this announcement date countdown right after Cam Coleman commits to Auburn. Again, Cam Coleman, like you said, Jeffrey, it seems to have garnered a lot of interest. Um, Obviously, Ryan Williams already had interest in Auburn, but just from, it was just a statement. It was just a statement, getting Cam Coleman in the boat. And we were talking about the timing of it the other day. Maybe that's why. Maybe they knew that would happen. Hey, people from all around are going to hear that one, you know. Uh, let's okay. Wide receiver—he's the only one I know of.
1: Uh, high school guy, right? Mm-hmm.
0: Yes, he's the, well. It, you've got the kid from Arkansas that we're still kind of keeping.
1: Yeah, Courtney um, Crutchfield. Oh Courtney. yeah, I keep. You know, I I probably need to give him a little bit more attention. I guess he's
0: a yes. good player.
2: He's a good yes. player.
0: Simmons had a report on him that Auburn was trying to get him to ov. He's probably not going to sign until February. Oh, okay. We'll see. Uh, I know that Eli in Missouri had some confidence there that they were going to get him to flip from Arkansas. I think he's decommitted from Arkansas, but he hasn't kind of tipped his hand as to what he's going to do. But the uh, Auburn was in play. How much? I'm with you, Jeffrey. It feels like all the chips are now that Cam Coleman's in the boat. It feels like all the chips are in on Ryan Williams. And I don't know if they'll take anybody up. I don't know if they wouldn't just save that spot for the poor.
1: Yeah, I'm going to do some digging on that. Um, you know, you know what's kind of baffling was uh, is the tight end recruiting. And, yes. Uh, well, you know, it was. It looked like, and I, I probably wrote this on the hot board, probably the war room. I think I dedicated a war room to the tight end recruiting. I was like, man, these are the four guys. Auburn's definitely going to get one of these guys.
2: You know what? I'm glad you said that, Jeffrey, because I'm going to make a board post before this show comes out. Jaden, what's his name? Sorry, I, I had to sneeze just now. I sneezed like 14 times. Off yeah. Here. For- uh, you had a little tooth slip out, don't
1: lie. <laughs> I mean, it, it, it,
2: it happens to the best of us. Uh, I've been there, big dog. <laughs> There's one J-L- show I was muted C- C- about every three minutes. Is <laughs> that right after you left Reds?
1: <laughs> uh, y'all don't be grown, uh, y'all grow up. J-
2: <laughs> Jaden Fortier. Yeah. yeah. The new offer. The he's a new, yes, got offered um Monday night as we're you're right before we're recording this. Oh yeah. Ben Agamawa went to see him today.
1: Okay.
2: So there's I had,
1: that I wrote about him, didn't
0: I? Yeah, committed to Arizona State. Yeah.
1: Healing yeah. him.
2: Yeah. You you were way ahead of that one, Jeffrey. He got offered today, um Monday as we're recording, and Ben Agamawa was in to see him today. So
1: Oh, I didn't see if I can get him on the phone. He
2: he he responds.
1: <laughs> okay. Okay.
2: Yeah.
1: Uh A is from Oregon, committed to Arizona State. Uh Agamaya went and watched I think Willie Rodriguez up in Kentucky Friday night. Yes. And then he was going to see Forty uh, A tonight, I guess, right? To the best of my
0: now maybe he visited
1: with him yesterday. Oh, okay, okay. He treated I, the I, offer today.
0: Yeah, he got the offer today. Or reported the offer today.
1: And uh, I think Cole and I uh, – well, I think we've talked about this, but our intel is lining up here. seems like it's Willie Rodriguez or 48 or Auburn goes to the portal for a four-year, three-year, preferably four-year eligibility remaining tight end. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and I think Cole's got some uh, got, got some names to keep an eye on there. Uh, but before, the last high school JUCO guy I can think of is Seth Wilfred. Yes. Um, is that all, yeah. am I forgetting any other linemen Cohen Eccles,
0: Cohen Eccles,
2: <laughs> yeah, Cohen Cohen Eccles is the other one.
0: God, I can't remember. Well, and Rustin Young. Now, don't forget him. Yeah, you
2: know. Rustin Young too. I, you know,
1: yeah. I, I figure I'll get to him later this month. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Right. You know, I worry about him later. Uh, but Cohen Eccles, absolutely, man. You know, he he he's kind of quiet for a guy who's uh fairly newsworthy. Yeah, he's uh, very quiet. I just don't know what to think there. I've got Auburn. Now. I've got Auburn. Now. I, I I think Auburn's the team to beat right now, but you know my intel's probably four or five days old. Mm. So who knows where it stands really right now? I, I, I need
2: to. I have some, maybe some fresher intel on him. Um, maybe it, it, it's it's the same intel I've been getting on him, which is we know we got him on the line but there is the, the, the appeal of playing close to home, and his family loves yeah. that. It's going to be tough now. It's going to be tough to pull him from that. I it was really actually is.
1: going to drop him down on my hot board. I just didn't want people to freak out, and I didn't have any intel to back up the, uh, dropping him down, other than I kind of feel like the the high of the visit from the Iron Bowl is kind of worn off. A&M's got a new coach. He's still in Texas. His dad still went to A&M. There's an A&M family uh, I just needed something to uh, justify it, and because okay, uh, I, I really feel like it's closer to fifty, fifty-five than I do Auburn at sixty-five. I think if Auburn's got a lead, it's slight. hmm Um, uh, and that's probably where I would feel more more comfortable having him on the hot board. So I'll just go ahead and preface it. In the the next hot board is I'm going to drop Cohen Eccles a little bit because I don't think it's fair. I don't think it's uh. the 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 correct accurate representation of at least the stuff I have right now. I'll do some more checking before the war room. I mean the uh, hot board, and have have a better uh, more up to date uh, percentage on that. Uh, Let's get into the transfer portal. It opened on Monday, December the fourth, officially, and Cole Pinkston was all freaking over it, folks. If you haven't been following Cole on Twitter or at OverLive on three, yeah, you can go get caught up because he updated the story throughout the day. New offers, uh, guys leaving uh, Auburn had. I know they have Nietzsche Sledge, Amari Kelly, yes. uh, Stephen Sings, yes, uh, Stephen Johnson, Jair, Jair Shorter, Jair Shorter, and Malcolm I, Johnson.
0: I, I thought Jair was out of eligibility, but I guess he's got a minute. I so too. Yeah, and, I he, so too. he tapped into.
1: But let's talk about some of the offers that went out today, Cole. Um, Ma- Malcolm Johnson was another one too. Jim. Malcolm Johnson, right. Uh, uh, Give us a rundown of uh, of who all were, was offered.
0: I'll tell you what. I'll give you the offers. Cole, okay. you talk about them, and then also add players that you've also got on your tracker.
1: So the all first right.
0: one up is the most recent one: Will Lee, cornerback, Kansas State, two interceptions, double digit tackles, playing in the Big Twelve.
2: Yeah, Jeffrey's cousin, Will. There.
1: Uh, <laughs> oh, oh, Willie.
2: Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I don't know if y'all checked his Twitter, man. It's blowing up with offers. USC, South Carolina. I mean, everybody, you know, everybody that's in, in the market for a corner's on him. Um, he was a JUCO guy They went to Kansas State for one year, and he was really, really good for them. Lockdown yes. guy, corner. Uh, so it's interesting, you know, the DBs. The two DB offers, the next one you're probably going to say, it came out late tonight, so they got on that tonight, and these were the two guys they liked a lot, Um, Willie and then Ethan Robinson is the other one, yeah. and I believe they're both corners.
0: They are. They have not offered a safety that I've seen to this point. I know that there's a couple that they probably like, but they have not offered a safety that I'm aware of just yet.
2: Well, what would that mean, J-Head? What do you think that would mean?
0: Right. What did we just talk about? So. Exactly. Uh, The
2: next one up doesn't have an offer, but
0: serious interest, and I expect him to get offered here pretty soon. Kyle Kennard, Jack outside linebacker from Georgia Tech, six-plus sacks, uh, double-digit tackles, position knee, guys. I mean, look, we've got two Jacks in this class, but you need another veteran to go with McLeod. Or if McLeod were to choose to go pro, you'd really be thin there. So I think they're going to give heavy weight to this one.
2: Yeah, there's there's a chance. Uh, I I think they feel really, really good about the help that Jamonte Waller can give in his first year yeah. at Jack. One position you could play early. Oh, Peen, yeah. Turn sure. your ears back and get that big dog. Just just cause chaos, yeah. right? Wreck that edge and hold that edge, and you can do it. And, the, you know, you also have um, Joe Phillips who can do that too and might be somebody that contributes early. So they're probably – if an offer hadn't gone out to an edge yet like this guy, they're probably mm-hmm. monitoring that and going, let's see, where's our biggest needs? Maybe we don't have to do this. Maybe we need it. You know, That's probably what they're doing on that one. They know right. the biggest needs are like receiver, O-line, D-line. Edge is sort of being looked over right now.
0: Definitely. Um, it, it, and the other reason I mention that is you're down to three in that room now because with yep. Steven out, that mm-hmm. drops yep. to three. The next one, linebacker Chris Paul, Arkansas. Cole, you've talked about him at nauseum. Yes. Um, wide receiver Will Shepard, Vanderbilt. That's a big one, guys.
2: Yeah, it is. I found it interesting that a ton of Auburn players and coaches were retweeting that offer. It, it, that was the offer they seemed to put a lot of emphasis on today on Twitter. Yeah. So that's a big one. It's li- or, no, he's 6'3", isn't he? Mm-hmm. He's, yeah, still, he's,
1: he's he's an
0: outside guy. Yeah. Uh, he was one of the, the the premier wide receivers in the SEC this year. I great, would say great,
2: great backup. Yeah, legit, legit for sure. <laughs> yeah, uh,
0: right. <laughs> <laughs> Sticking with Vanderbilt defensive end Nate Clifton from Vanderbilt, five plus sacks this year, double digit tackles. Position of need, guys. We talked about five. Point. You need somebody to be able to come in and spell Keldrick Falk and or play over Falk. And so he can shift inside and play multiple spots where he could play the three or the five, so a guy like clifton uh brings some brings a lot of ability to a defensive line that's looking for some senior leadership
2: i wanna i wanna shoot you straight on this one um i ha- i have watched him um mm-hmm. at good length and, and I'm not overly impressed with him okay he's okay uh yeah I think he's more of a depth guy honestly, which you gotta have those. And um, I, I really do believe that Elijah McAllister's got a big hand in helping recruit these Vandy guys because he's been such a good ambassador. Elijah McAllister turned out to be a really nice pickup and when you look at it from, you know, from above and you go, he, he, I mean, he's done a lot of good things for Auburn, not just on the field. So Yeah,
1: he wasn't an all-SEC guy. He didn't blow it up. He didn't tear up. But
2: it was. But he, I mean, my expectations for him were really low. I thought he maybe exceeded those a little bit. Okay. okay. Maybe Nate Clifton's the next guy like that. That well, that's kind of what it feels like to me. And, and he's not bad. Obviously, he's got some good offers that he's put it out. USC, I think, South Carolina. So he's not a bad player by any means. He, and he's a five technique. So that's the that's the position they got to have.
0: To me, right? And is he better than Zacchaeus Walker? That's what if you're the Auburn coach. Yeah. He's, Is he better than Zeke Walker? And if he is, to me, there's a reason to take him because then that gives you a one-two with Keldrick Falk where you can just continue to roll guys in and your drop-off's not as much.
2: And he's definitely more of your edge setter than a pass rusher. Right. All day long.
0: Next offer, defensive tackle, Derek Harmon, Michigan State. Big, nasty, inside defensive lineman, Cole. Uh, We've talked about the need. Somewhere between a one-tech to a three-tech, you needed a true inside presence in this class, especially losing Marcus Harris.
2: Plugger. Uh, This is your plugger type. Uh, To go along with Justin Rogers and Jason Jones, who I I think both of those guys will be back. So you got to have another guy. Look, two of those guys, and, and this is like a shade nose is what they played, or one technique or a three technique. They can do both depending on what you got going on with the front. Just two people in there is not enough. And that's really what they rolled with this year. I mean, Lawrence Johnson checked in some, but they got to have some more beef down there. And this guy brings it, man.
0: Next player, somebody I think Cole really likes, wide receiver Robert Lewis from Georgia State. Big time player.
2: Don't know a lot about Robert Lewis other than his numbers are really good. Um, And Georgia State, for whatever reason, is a place that, People have plucked some good receivers out of here recently. So, I mean, I, it all it all lines up to make it look pretty he's good. A
0: lot. I yeah, think
2: he's, he's, he's a smaller built, guy.
0: Yeah, he's, be, he's 5'11", one oh. plus, I think. He's big enough to play on the outside, but he's been featured both.
1: It's like a Jay Fair. Yeah, he's honestly
2: built like a running back. Uh, he is. Uh, he,
0: he's built more like a running back. He's a beefed-up version of Jay Fair and probably taller.
2: Okay. Yep. Yeah, that's a good offer. I, I liked that one a lot.
0: And then the last two are guys that we had already previously offered that you were aware of: Easton Kilty and yeah. Jerquan. Our Jerquan Scott.
2: Yeah, so Jerquan Scott, we we know that he is going to visit this coming weekend. Uh, he he took a visit to Ole Miss this past weekend. He's going to visit Auburn this coming weekend, and then South Carolina. And you probably have a decision not too long after that, if I unless he schedules another visit. So. We'll see how that one goes. He's pretty good. He's an interior guy for sure.
0: And let's kind of set the table for and and get out of here. Now, obviously, quarterback recruiting, I think that's where everybody's mindset is. Not a lot of action there for Auburn today. There are a lot of candidates in the portal. I know that we've – obviously, we talked about Notre Dame is hosting Riley Leonard for a visit this weekend. Guys pay attention to that because if he comes out of that visit and he's not committed, Auburn stands a chance. Cam Ward, a lot of action there between Ohio State, Auburn's been mentioned, Oregon's been mentioned, uh, several other players that are starting to line up. Brock Vandergriff got into the portal today, which is a guy that we had talked about, maybe somebody, potential target for Auburn. Um, Cole, what, Jeffrey, what are you guys hearing? Anything on the quarterback front?
1: Uh, Vandergriff, I, I don't know if he's what Auburn's looking for. I don't know. Right. Right. Um, to me, he's almost like a Holden Garner. He's a journeyman so far, a backup journeyman, right? I mean, that's what he spent the past three Correct. years. I, I do know this. Uh, he he would love to come to Auburn. Yes. He would. I know that for a fact. Uh, Talked to somebody today, as a matter of fact. Um, um, and he would uh, – I know there's some buzz about Kentucky, I think.
0: Yes, buzz about Kentucky with him. But you got to think, if Auburn really wants that, if they were to want Brock Vandergriff, I think they'd have a real opportunity there.
1: No doubt. No doubt. Yeah. Same no doubt. Um, but yeah, I, you know, Justin's done a great job as far as I'm concerned of keeping me updated on what he's hearing. I trust his yeah. information when it comes to transfer quarterbacks. And, um, you know, I, I it, it, again, you know, it's another reason to get signed up to Auburn live. He, he posts when he hears stuff, I mean, it's multiple posts today. Um, and quality intel. And it was the Riley Leonard stuff. It was the Cam yes. Ward stuff. It was, uh, Brock Vandegrift. So anybody of note that comes open or comes available on the portal, he's got something on them. Uh, I thought Cole did a fantastic job of ranking those guys the other day, the five guys who were in the portal. Uh, it's going to be interesting. It quarterback it, is this, this type of quarterback recruiting is interesting because it's, it's not like Walker White where you go, oh man, yeah, three years from now, woohoo. You know, this portal quarterbacking is who's going to be our quarterback next year. Who is who's going to pay? Who's Peyton Thorne going to battle? Right. And the visits are so
0: different. Like you see these offers go out. These offers are like a negotiation to sit down at the table. Right. So we can see if you're a good fit for us. Do you fit into the scheme? OK, what's the NIL deal? Can we come to a contractual agreement? And then we're done. Right. Yeah. This is. So high school recruiting is still the same relationship building twenty four month process, right? Whereas portal recruiting is more like NFL free agency, where we're just trying to figure out what's the big, the best deal and what's the best place.
2: I, I like it. I've looked at some quarterbacks. I, I, I've tried to find anything I can on that all day. I've asked about several of them. Okay, and and the the. The crazy thing to me is the feedback I get is, eh, probably not. Yeah. Almost no, every name that I've brought to the table, it, it seems to be that. And it, I don't know. uh I think Auburn's got more leverage this time around, though. That's the difference. you got Peyton Thorne, and I do think that they feel pretty good about him. I will continue to say that. So they don't have to just – they're not desperate. Like they were. Right? Yeah, last year they were desperate. They needed a quarterback.
0: They were. And this year they can be choosy. Um and I think our all of our reporting is kind of reflected what Justin reported, which is Riley Leonard probably was the top target. If he goes to Notre Dame, does Auburn really press for anybody else that's in the portal right now?
2: And I think the question they're they're probably trying to figure out inside the building right now is is it worth it for us to go after a guy like Cam Ward who's going to cost a lot of money? Yeah. Or maybe we go and get a guy that we know can compete with Thorne, get a good competition there, then we know we got two pretty good quarterbacks and save some money in the, in the process.
0: Sure, like a Kyle McCord. You know, from yeah, Ohio. Kyle
2: McCord, uh MJ Morris is a guy. Yeah. You know, hmm. there's a lot of Dante Moore is interesting from UCLA. We've heard his name a little bit today. Yes. So you know, he, he's he's sort of a younger guy. I don't know if it's a younger guy they want. Do they want a one-year guy? Do they feel really good about Hank Brown, Walker White, Holden Gurner? We don't know any of these things, so that's why this is so difficult for us to pin down. Sure, and
0: I don't think quarterbacks are done getting in the portal either, guys. I mean, I, I think right now this is day one, and yeah. I expect at least – Five, six more names to matriculate into the portal, and for us to be discussing those this time next week.
1: Sure, we will do our best to stay on top of it. Uh, hey, I, I said earlier in the show we're going to do our second show of the week on Thursday. We might record on Thursday um, just because you got visits coming in. I want it to be as, as accurate and up to date as possible. If that's okay with y'all, absolutely. Record Thursday night and, and release Friday morning. Might be better. Um, for more accurate Intel, especially heading into the weekend. And then we've got the call in show on Sunday and then we can do another one uh, on Tuesday. Either way, we're going to get y'all as much as we can. Again, YouTube, if you haven't already, uh, Auburn live uh, on three, two months for $1, use the promo code AU one. It's ridiculous. I can't believe they're doing it, but we won't tell them. Uh, one more time, if you're in or around Auburn Opelika, you want some help selling your house, finding a house, give her uh, give her a call, Jessica Andrews with the Talents Group, three three four seven zero four 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 two. Also, uh, Auburn Live on three. Go, we're gonna have questions from the corner on Thursday show, Thursday night show, Friday show, whatever we're gonna call it. Um, also, um, uh, all the transfer portal news, hot boards, war rooms, recruiting insiders, uh, everything we can do to keep everybody up to date. Hey, we appreciate everybody listening. We appreciate everybody watching. We truly do. For Jay head, for Cole, for Zach in the back, I'm Jeffrey Lee, man. Y'all stay at that left lane. See ya.